of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I'm Mr. White Christmas. Here it is. I'm Mr. Snow. I'm Mr. Icicle. I'm How's that Mr. make you feel? A little chilly today? Minus three degrees in Canton. Probably a little bit colder and windier by the lake. To talk about the Browns right now, wouldn't be a Friday without Scott Petrak on the program. Scotty, I'm really interested. What is your game day routine going to be like tomorrow? Mine? Yes. I'll probably leave a little earlier in case the roads are bad. I'm going to wear two pairs of socks, take some hand warmers and some feet warmers, and uh, wear some extra layers. You cover this in the press box, or are you down on the field? Oh, my gosh, press box. (laughs) But I'll tell you what, it's still, it's not like it's, you know, the fans are going to be sitting in minus 24 degrees, wind chill or whatever. Um, Obviously, it's not like that in the press box because we're enclosed, but it is cold, and I sit in the front row. And there's a big draft, so um, it gets cold, but obviously Scotty, it's not cold like outside. That's interesting, too, because I've been hearing rumblings about a new stadium. Is, is there any truth to this? Would they consider building a new stadium somewhere there on the lakefront or elsewhere in Cleveland? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, you know how it is nowadays. Yeah. You see the stadiums only last however many decades. I thought the one in Nashville is gorgeous, and they're tearing that down, I think, and building a new one. Yeah. So. Uh, I would expect that to come at some point. I think it probably is dependent on some level in the downtown. I don't know what you want to call it. The restructuring or how they're going to relay out downtown. You know, if there's a big makeover there, I think that's part of um, what could determine where there's a new stadium, when there's a new stadium. Um, But I would certainly expect within the next 15 years to be a new football stadium. Hard to believe that stadium is already over 20 years old. And we know it was a rush job, but did they cut corners in your opinion? I mean, I I don't know. To me, it's fine. It's, it's not as nice. um, I don't think it's the one in Baltimore or the one in Tennessee. And I know there's some newer ones that I haven't even been to, Mm -hmm. Um, but the Baltimore and Tennessee were same kind of time frame, And I like those stadiums more. And I've been in, been in both those stadiums, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, it's only used whatever what, twelve, fifteen yeah, times true. a year, right? Like, I mean, I, I don't know that you need to. And again, this is above my pay grade. I don't know how much investment needs to be made in that. I don't know if it matters if it's you know a little leaky. You know, yeah. twenty five years in, um, you know, it seems like it's still holding up, and you can still put a bunch of people in there to play football. But uh, I do think eventually they'll mm-hmm. get a new one, and it's probably sooner rather than later. I agree. The only time we really want to talk about the stadium is when there's inclement weather like we're going to face probably tomorrow. I mean, obviously tomorrow. Um, it looks like it's going to be a little bit warmer than we had anticipated. 16-degree temperatures, but still really windy. Scotty, when we talk about this team, and the big news today is the fact that the extension to Jack Conklin we yeah. think is a done deal at four years, $61 million, 31 guaranteed. How do they get this done, and do you really want to do this? Well, I think they got it done because Conklin wants to be here, and you know his three years have not been perfect. The first one was really, really good. He was an All-Pro, 
And I think after 2020, at least I expected that two years later, he would be getting, you know, a really top of the market deal. Mm-hmm. And then last year he had injuries, which it ended with the patellar tendon. So that was a setback. And then this year, I think he's played well. You know, he's a Pro Bowl alternate. I, you know, I don't know if he deserves to be that. But I think he's played above average for an NFR rate tackle. And he's coming off the, you know, the torn patellar. And I think next year you would expect him to play even better and probably approach that all-pro level again. So mm-hmm. knowing that, knowing you can get him for, you know, $15 million is not a ton of money for a right tackle. Okay. He was making $14 million this year. So you could get him on a slight increase. You keep him. He's a good guy to have around. It's stability. I think it makes sense for both sides because I know he wanted to be here. And, yeah, I mean, I think he's – I think the Browns would have had a hard time not only replacing him but trying to upgrade from him. You know, unless you thought James Hudson the third was the answer, and I don't think the Browns do, or else they would have said, okay, you can be mm-hmm. the guy. Um, then you got to go find – and you would have had to overpay for – a guy that might or might not be as talented as Jack Hawkins. So I think it's a solid move. Our theory last week, Kenny's and mine, was maybe moving Jed Wills back over to right tackle. I believe that's where he played in college at Alabama, sure. right? He played, he played high school and college at right Okay, tackle. so that's going to be gone now that Conklin's re-signed. So when we start thinking about the salary cap, and we know we don't have any first-round draft picks the next couple of years, how does this affect the way you build this offensive line? Well, I mean, now you're set at left guard, right guard, and right tackle, right? Because the two guards signed extensions a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, center, you know, you have Nick Harris who's coming off the knee injury that cost him all this year. I think you probably re-sign Ethan Posick if you can. Um, now maybe he'll get a starting offer somewhere else, and the Browns could decide to go with Nick Harris. Then I think you stick with Jed Wills for at least another year at left tackle. I don't think the Browns have given up on him. Now, I could be wrong, but they continue to play him every snap, and I think he's okay, obviously inconsistent. I think there's effort questions, but I I would expect that he gets brought back next year. The Mm -hmm. question is, do you pick up that guaranteed fifth year, which you'd have to do in April or May? That'll be a question for the Browns. Uh, But I think your line looks the same, depending on if it's Posick or or, uh, Harris at center. Scott Petrak is our guest right now from brownzone.com. Everything you need to know about the Cleveland Browns as they get ready to uh, big game tomorrow against the New Orleans Saints. One o'clock kickoff in Cleveland. Scotty, I was going to lead with this because now that Ethan Postich is back, I was thinking that the team was maybe almost as healthy as they've been all season. But then I look on Brown Zone, Chubb doesn't practice, Garrett doesn't practice, Jadavian Clowney out, John Johnson the third misses practice. How's this team going to look tomorrow? Who will be out, do you think? Yeah, Clowney's the only guy that I think okay. is going to miss. I talked to Johnson. He said he expected to play. Garrett and Chubb are cleared. Um, you know, Garrett was fighting whatever, some kind of illness, cold, flu. I mean, we talked to him Thursday. Okay. Um, he said he'd be fine. You know, I'd never had any doubt that Chubb would play after we talked to him Tuesday, even though he missed a couple days of practice. So, you know, they're pretty much – you know, full strength except for Clowney and then all the linebacker injuries, right? That maybe we're used to them by now, but it's still a big deal. Mm-hmm. And especially when the Saints might run it 40 times, 50 times, depending on the weather, you need some linebackers. So that's a concern. But, you know, from the guys that are available still on the active roster, they're in good shape. We're pretty good shape. Scotty, two weeks in a row, the Browns are going to play on a Saturday. How does that affect the practice schedule? Well, the first time, it's a short week. They, if you go from Sunday to Saturday. Okay. Yep. Right? It's a short mm-hmm. week. So on Tuesday, they 
I, they didn't practice. They might have had a limited walkthrough. So you have like one less practice. This week, you just slide everything a day earlier. So they practiced Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So they really didn't face any weather, right? No, I mean, I, no, actually, I was out there yesterday in a sweater. Decent. So no. And we think we heard that the Saints came into town, what, Thursday? They flew in after practice yesterday. Okay, so then the Saints, you know, a dome stadium team versus an outdoor team that we know sometimes doesn't handle the temperatures as well as other teams, and we've seen it before. We were mentioning Red Right 88, not to just, you know, bring people down, but cold weather games and the reason that they would build an outdoor stadium in Cleveland or even Buffalo for that matter. I looked at the schedule tomorrow, and the Lions are at Carolina. If this is going to be terrible temperatures and really going to risk not only the players but the the fans' health, was there ever a concern that maybe they might move this game to Detroit as well? Oh, the Browns game? Yep. I mean, I, I didn't hear anything. And it crossed my mind, obviously, and I talked to a couple of people in the building that were wondering the same thing, but it never reached any kind of level where I thought I had to report about it or write about it. You know, the Browns have played in worse. Um, yeah. It's going to be bad. Fans have the option, obviously, to go or not. Um, you know, it's worse for the fans than the players. The players are fine. You know, they have the the warmers on the bench and the jackets. Um, to me, that's not a big deal. It's more about the fans and getting to the stadium and that kind of thing. But I understand your question, and I think certainly it could be, it could have been thought of. But there's cold around the country too, right? So this is not the mm-hmm. only city where it's going to be an issue. It's going to be freezing in Chicago. So um, I think the and it's going to be cold in Pittsburgh, and they play a night game. Yeah. So I think it was just, is it bad enough? Did it reach like? dangerous level like it did for Buffalo when they moved that Browns game and the NFL obviously decided no. Scotty, when we think about the New Orleans Saints, it's hard to get a scouting report because you don't really find them attractive anymore. There's no more marquee Drew Brees, Sean Payton, but how do we scout this team and what do you expect from them tomorrow? Well, well, I mean, if you took the weather out of it, then you have a a really good defense. Um, They haven't given up 20 points in the last five games, I think, since the end of October, they're third in the league with 16.4 points allowed a game. Andy Dalton's playing well at quarterback. You know, he's in there instead of Jameis Winston. They use Taysom Hill a lot, whether it's running back, mm-hmm. occasional quarterback, occasional tight end slash receiver. Um, Alvin Kamara's not having the same year, but he's still talented. Still can catch the ball out of the backfield and run it. Chris Olave, their best receiver, the rookie out of Ohio State, is out mm-hmm. with a hamstring injury. Jarvis Landry is, was placed on IR yesterday with a ankle injury so he won't be here for the game and i thought that would you know that was an interesting talking to guys about landry just the impact he had so you know they're kind of an underwhelming team they have some good players i think they're still adjusting to life without sean payton and life without drew Brees, and that's to be expected um you know five and nine still alive in the really bad nfc south uh but they do some things you have to be careful of they're also, you know, bad run defense, kind of like the Browns. They gave up 200-plus yards last week mm-hmm. in a win over Atlanta. The Browns gave up 198 in a win over Baltimore. So, you know, if there are a bunch of runs tomorrow, there could be a lot of successful runs just because we've seen that the two defense, the two defense, run defenses can be vulnerable. Let's talk about Nick Chubb here for a second. He had a foot problem over the during the week. What do you expect from him, and do you think we'll see more Kareem Hunt tomorrow? That's a good question. I mean, I, I – you know, if Chubb's going to play, he's going to play hard. And he practiced Thursday. Um, you know, he's the kind of guy that does practice every day. So it is newsworthy when he doesn't. But I expect him to play through it. 
He finished the game against Baltimore and was played really well after when it looked like he tweaked the foot. But yeah, if he's not quite right and the weather's, you know, maybe the foot doesn't feel right because of the weather. Yeah, you could certainly see a little bit more Kareem Hunt. Scotty, still a ray of light uh, to get into the playoffs. Did the uh, Jaguars help us last night by beating the Jets? You know what? I can't even keep track of it. Yeah, I, I don't either. You I, know I, what I mean? Like because the Jets were ahead of the Browns. They're still ahead of the Browns in the Browns lost to the Jets. So I think it's good. But you want to spin out the herd too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the AFC AFC matchups are tough. You need you need right. AFC teams to lose to the NFC teams. Um, I, I know that this week. Baltimore loss would help Cleveland. Okay. I think Miami loss would help, and the Chargers would lose. They okay. play Monday night. If all three of those teams, and I think I'm getting this right, if those three teams won, the Browns could be eliminated even if the Browns won. Even so if they you win. need some of those AFC teams to okay. lose. Let's look at this offense a little bit more right now. Stefanski and Watson, uh, from what you've seen over – duo, I guess we'll call right now, so far from what you've seen over just this short period of time. Any yeah, differences? I mean, I think- I think they're growing together. I think we've seen Watson improve each week. Didn't throw an interception last week. I thought he saw the field better. Um, And then I I did think it was newsworthy and important to mention that, you know, Watson sounded like he was all in with Stefanski when he talked. Get my days confused here. I think Mm -hmm. he talked Wednesday. Um, You know, he said that Stefanski was a big reason why he picked the Browns. Hmm. Uh, you know, he had obviously those sweepstakes in March. And, you know, that downplays the $232 million fully guaranteed contract. Yeah. But I, I do think it was still significant that he expressed his confidence in Stefanski and his confidence in the system that Stefanski has. So for all those people wondering if, you know, Stefanski will be back or if he deserves to be back, I think you have to consider that it sure feels like he has the support of you know, the highest paid guy in the organization. Mm-hmm. I think last week they put it up 28 times. I don't foresee them trying to throw the ball 28 times tomorrow. How many times do you think, do you think you would go with shorter passes, screen passes, if you do decide to throw it at all? Because if not, you're just going to put nine, 10 guys in the box anyway and try to stop the run, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, I mean, you got to see how bad it is, right? Is the yeah. wind, is it a steady 30 miles an hour, which they're 26, which they're calling for? Is the gust to 46? Like, because if it's that bad, then it makes it hard. And it depends the direction and all that. Is it side? Is it behind you? Um, let's assume that the cold and the wind really affect the passing game. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, then it becomes about runs. Can you get the one run that breaks? Can you have that one switch up? Um, can you do a play action and release Najoku where it's about a 12-yard air pass? So maybe it doesn't get affected, but he gets behind the line of scrimmage and finds an area and then mm-hmm. breaks loose. Um, I think those are all the things you have to watch out for, but I'm going in not expecting there to be kind of any air show. Um, but I suppose that could change depending on the specifics of the weather. But yeah, I think it's going to be short passes and a bunch of runs. Is Amari Cooper a hundred percent? No, but he's fine. I mean, yeah. practice, you know, nobody's a hundred percent, right. But he's dealing with his core muscle injury. So it's still bothering him. Practiced one less day than he normally would, okay. but he'll be out there. You and he showed up. Against the Ravens, yeah, you know, I, he yeah. made a couple back-to-back catches that were big on that touchdown. This Jadavian Clowney concussion, do you think we've seen the last of him in a Browns uniform? That's a fair question. Um, you know, concussions are tough, right? So you never know how long it's going to take. There's not a whole lot of incentive for him to rush back. Not that he's taking his time based on the concussion. I'm just saying you just kind of look at the reality of the situation. It's easy to envision him not playing again this year, right? It's only yeah. two more games that he'd have to be ruled out for.
Hmm, interesting. It, it, the, the reason I asked the question is because of the Conklin extension. I mean, it just figures that one guy gets an extension, the other guy's on a one-year deal. It seems as though if we're going to try to manipulate this salary cap, wouldn't it make sense let this guy go and see if we can spend elsewhere? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think you probably still need a defensive end. I, I don't think, me personally, don't think you can count on Alex Wright to be mm-hmm. a full-time starter next year, right? He doesn't have a sack this year opposite Miles Garrett. I think you need someone else on the other side. But you're playing, you know, clowning more than $10 million a year, and he's got two sacks. Not that that's the end-all, be-all, and I do think he's played better than that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it feels like it feels like you're kind of buying time with him. The injuries could pile up, right? He, was, he missed more time this year than he did a year ago. Well, it seems like it might head in that direction again, right? He's not going to – he probably won't commit to you early in the offseason. He makes you wait. So do you need to put up with all those other things for a guy that didn't have a huge impact this season? Um, I say no. I say you can probably upgrade at that spot. You look at this linebacker crew right now. We'll keep it on defense. It's it's tough to say that these guys that are playing now aren't out playing the guys that are injured. Am I off base? You think they're playing better? Not not horrible. I don't think. I, I've been really. I've been. I like Taki Taki before he got injured, but I, I've really been pleasantly surprised with. Uh, Jones. Yeah, I mean, Jones is playing pretty good. I mean, he's, you know, he was a former pro bowler. Yeah. Excuse me. So he's the guy who's got some experience. And I think he, I think his experience and his performance in the last couple of weeks, right, since mm-hmm. Taki Taki went out. So Cincinnati and Baltimore. I think that's been huge because he solidified the middle of the defense. And if you had to go to somebody less experienced, it would look even worse. Having said that, mm-hmm. I mean, they gave up 198 on the ground to Baltimore. So yeah. the linebackers weren't perfect. You know, Kanashik is fine. Tony Fields, the second, you know, feels like a rotational guy. Um, you know, Reggie Ragland's getting up to speed. He got a bunch of guys that weren't even here or were well down the depth chart playing. So I'm, I'm not ready to make that leap. I think JOK played, had, was hot and cold this year, but mm-hmm. I think he's talented and I think he's better than anybody playing right now. But Taki Taki played at a high level, and I thought Anthony Walker Jr. played at a high level. Yeah, so, I do too. You know, the linebackers need to play. They need to have a better game tomorrow than they did against the Ravens or else they could give up a bunch of yards on the ground. It's amazing you said that. When you give out those numbers on the ground, it's amazing that I would think that they did play well. But it's that bend but don't break mentality that they show, and they kept that team to three points. That's amazing that you could give up that many yards on the ground and hold a team to three points. Well, it is. It shows you the, Yeah. It shows you how important making – Big plays and big moments are. They got a fourth and one stop inside the 10. They got back-to-back turnovers, and Tucker had a field goal block and one miss. All of a sudden, that's a bunch of scoring opportunities taken away, but the Browns were big when they needed to be big. Right. Obviously, we expect a low-scoring game tomorrow. What do you figure the Browns in an outcome in this game in a situation where it looks like the Saints, their entire offense is banged up? Alvin Kamara has, like, what, one rushing touchdown the entire season. What do you expect, really? Yeah, I actually think there's going to be a few more points. I think the over-under last time I looked was 32-and-a-half. Down. Um, it went down to 31-and-a-half. Okay. Well, it had been like 37 yep. 38 early in the week, I think. Um, I still think there's a chance for some points. I, I think with the run defenses, like we talked about, um, having some issues this season, I think both teams can have some success running the ball. Now, the issue is you get to the 10 and then miss short field goals, right? Like, that could happen. That could keep the score down. But I'm going to go Browns 22-16. I, I think there's some weird things that happen. There's probably a big player, too. 
and I think it might be higher scoring than people think. Scotty, before I let you go, any thoughts on Franco Harris? We lose a great running back, Hall of Fame running back, two days ago, and it really shocked the NFL world, especially because they're getting ready to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Did you have any dealings with Franco? You know what? I did not. I was trying to think about that. I was talking to one of the other reporters. I covered something at the IX Center years ago. They had a bunch of Hall of Famers there, and I think he was there. I don't know how much I talked to him. Like It didn't leave a lasting impression. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember as a kid growing up, and he played for the Steelers, you know, kind of at the end of his career. Um, you know, I know the numbers he put up, and I know everybody who's dealt with him has great stories about him and about the kind of guy he was. And just the timing is just sad. Yeah, People talked to him the day before. Like, all in mm-hmm. advance of this thing is going to get his jersey retired. Um, so it's just really sad. And the Steelers, actually, within the last couple hours, were kind of live-tweeting the Immaculate Reception game. Wow. So that was interesting to follow along for that. Outstanding. Scotty, enjoy the holiday, friend. Thank you for joining us, as you always do, and making time here on the Kenny and JT Show. All right. Thanks, JT. Merry Christmas. Next week, we'll break down the commanders when uh, the Browns travel to Washington. And there you have it. I mean... That's pretty much everything in a nutshell that you need to know other than what the temperatures are going to be like tomorrow and how bad the wind truly will be for a 1 o'clock kickoff. Browns taking on the Saints.